Welcome to another episode of I'm Already Tired with your hosts, Heather and Katie. Whether you're starting your day with us or just finished the longest day of your life, take a deep breath and join us because we're already tired. to another episode of Unfired. We have a change in guests today. We have Miss Kendra. Um, Kendra and I met in kindergarten. We met each other for 25 years. We met in kindergarten. Um, Katie and Kendra, I believe, met in high school. Is that right? So we actually played basketball together when we were littler. Oh, we didn't know, but we didn't know each other really. <laughs> That's so but funny. yes, we met in high school. Oh, well, yeah. So Kendra is our guest for today, and we are going to talk about fun diets. Uh, Kendra is <laughs> vegan, and so Katie and I know very basically what it is to be <laughs> vegan. But I don't think the thought has ever crossed our minds to do it. We feel like Kendra is very brave. Um, <laughs> and so we had some questions for her that I figured many non-vegan people may also have. Yeah, definitely. So, Kendra, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like you guys covered it. And Katie, that was such a throwback. <laughs> I know. Upward basketball. Right? Oh, good old PCC. <laughs> Um, yeah, my name's Kendra, and uh, like Heather said, I'm one of her best friends from kindergarten, um, and happy to be here today to talk about my wonderful diet. <laughs> Yay! So, Kendra, how long have you been vegan? Because you haven't always. No, this is uh, new. It's about 14 months. I started my becoming vegan when I, in March of 2019. Okay. Yeah, it's a little over a year. Um, and what prompted you to make that decision? So there's actually a few things that fed into that decision and to make it last longer. Um, at the time, I was getting some kind of scary test results back from the doctor. Um, and it just happened to correspond with this uh, conference that my mom had signed us up for. Um, so we attended in the very beginning of March uh, of 2019, uh, the McDougal Intensive Weekend Conference. Um, so John McDougal, um, he believes in plant-based eating. Uh, he uh, was, I think he participated in Forks Over Knives, but mm-hmm. he um, is a strong believer in that. But taking it almost a step farther too and saying like you shouldn't use oil in your diet or you should even minimize like using olive oil and those those sorts of things uh, when cooking. Mm -hmm. Um, So we did this whole like intensive weekend. And when we came out of it, we said, why not try to do this for like, let's just do it for one month and see how it goes. So um, my mom and I for one whole month did vegan eating with no oil Um, so we mainly had to cook all of our veggies and like vegetable broth. Um, and it surprisingly was easy for me, um, which was really Hmm. weird. Um, so yeah, that was one of the other reasons. Um, shortly after that, I, um, more test results 
uh, revealed that I have PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. Um, Mm -hmm. And there isn't a designated diet really out there for, um, at least that I've heard of, uh, for people with PCOS. Um, But they suggest similar diets to like a diabetic. Mm. Um, And I don't have the willpower to just exclude maybe like portions of things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it worked for me to say, um, you don't get to have anything. (laughs) Like these, like these are the... (laughs) These are the few things you can have and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's kind of when I started or and how um, and what contributed to it. Um, yeah. Did you just go like straight into it or did you kind of like start taking things out here and there and kind of like wean yourself into it? Um, no, I went straight into it. So the three day okay. intensive conference um included they fed us breakfast lunch and dinner and it was mm-hmm. all vegan all clean food with not uh, minimal oils and so essentially as soon as I got home from that conference I went to the store and was like okay George my my husband um we need to make sure I have all these <laughs> things in the house because this I, I thought was going to be very hard um mm-hmm. so we did we did the shopping and uh, jumped right into it or I jumped right into it <laughs> nice so did you feel like because there was limited options it was easier to kind of make your meals or yeah um, yeah so I will admit fully that at the beginning um, I probably wouldn't have lasted if it wasn't for George um, he is not a chef by practice, but he loves to cook and he's always down to check up new recipes and like play around in the kitchen. Um, so he was very much on board with helping me with this and figuring out how to um, deviate from recipes to add spices and make things like yummier. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So that extreme, that helped completely. Um and so I still felt like I had a lot of options to eat. Uh, mm-hmm. I luckily like most veggies. <laughs> I think if that wasn't the case, that would have been harder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Are there any vegetables that are like intolerable you can't do? Um, I don't like eggplant. Okay. Oh. There's been very few instances where I can get around eggplant. Okay. Oh, okay. I remember way back when you used to love chicken parm, right? Yes. And that's parmesan and like all so i was like oh at least eggplant and, and then i was like no there's cheese in that you can't do that either that's like not even well better mix the whole thing then if you don't like eggplant anyways yeah so anything you felt like was really hard to give up um i think that the hardest thing to give up was probably some dairies like I just mm-hmm. miss like a quesadilla mm-hmm. <laughs> or, um, I would and, miss that too <laughs> yes and and but it, it's good that I uh, got rid of those because I'm also lactose intolerant so okay yeah that, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't miss the stomach aches that's for sure <laughs> that's good um and I get random cravings for like seafood so I I've uh, my I've joked with my family if I ever were to not be vegan again it would probably to be a uh, pescatarian where I could at least eat fish. There you go. 
That's interesting. Did you eat a lot of fish before being vegan? Um, not a whole lot. I mean, you know, we love sushi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, right. So that was kind of somewhat new in my life, probably in the last, I don't know, five years or so. Um, and I started eating more salmon with my family. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that, not a whole lot of seafood, Like, I, but that's what I was going yeah. for. That's an interesting thing to crave then if you weren't <laughs> all that before. Did you, I know you said your mom had like signed you guys up for the conference. Um, but before that, like when you were getting test results back from the doctor, did they suggest at any point in time, like going to vegan diet or changing up diet at all? Yes, they definitely were recommending a lifestyle change. Um, okay. It- the doctors never recommended vegan though. Okay. Uh, specifically. Okay. Um, but yeah. Nice. Do you feel like it's been hard to maintain over this last year? Uh, no, I think it's only gotten easier. Um, I was fortunate, I think, not only to have George help with like playing with recipes and stuff, but my stepmom has been vegan for a few years. My stepsister is vegan. My brother is pescatarian or stepbrother. And my sister became vegan like a month or so right after I did um, because she lives with us and I do the grocery shopping. So, and she just jumped <laughs> on board. Um, so nice. um, that's made it all so much easier. That's awesome. So have you kept with no oil after the conference or have you added back in some like avocado or coconut oils or things like that that definitely only lasted that first month (laughs) okay I was gonna say I I don't know how like obviously you said broths but I feel like I'm not a good enough cook I feel like liquid evaporates too quickly and I'd burn everything yeah I feel like I'd ruin a lot of pans not using oil (laughs) (laughs) yeah once in a while we still would use broth but our go-to is oil of different olive oil avocado oil all sunflower oil all of those um sometimes you just need a crispier cook yeah yeah oh that makes it so much better so uh do you notice like is it hard when going out to places or are most places pretty accommodating I know that was something we were really concerned about when we were looking at our Disney World trip for later this year that might not be happening um it ranges uh I'm trying to think so most part I could go almost anywhere and get like the vegetable side dish like I've gone Mm -hmm. to steakhouses with George and friends and they all have massive steaks (laughs) around the table and (laughs) I I ordered every side dish on the menu like um so it's possible, um, and pretty much almost every place also has, like, an Impossible Burger on the menu, mm-hmm. so that usually can be my fallback, if not a salad, but also most salad dressings have something dairy-related in them, mm-hmm. um, so it, it's a mixture. I think the harder thing is um, eating at friends' houses, because <laughs> uh, I always mm-hmm. feel like I'm putting people out, um, so I always try to bring something with me um or offer to help cook something for the meal so that way that there's an option for me but also that other people could participate in that's very thoughtful I know I feel like that would be interesting 
especially in relationship to like sauces like even when you were talking about the steakhouses I was like I feel like most mashed potatoes are cooked with butter or you know different vegetables are sauteed in some sort of like a butter or having a cheese sauce or something on it I wasn't sure just how hard that would be to find yeah it um don't eat mashed potatoes out very often, but if they have just roasted potatoes that are cooked in like olive oil, then that's pretty easy. Um, balsamic vinegar. A lot of people cook their like Brussels sprouts in that as long. I usually have to tell them to not put the blue cheese or feta on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's, there's always some options and a lot of restaurants are surprisingly accommodating. Um, so I'm that one person at the dinner table who goes, has to ask a million questions about their menu <laughs> and um, I say, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm vegan. And once I usually say that, they're, they're usually really accommodating and they'll be like, let me talk to my manager or the chef and see if he can do that for you. And yeah, so it works out for the most part. Do you ever yeah. get like pushback with that? Because I know, like, I don't, Heather, I don't know if this has happened with you and Bud before, but I know like when the whole like first craze of you know everyone being gluten-free you know Eric has an actual like allergy to it so you know when we would go out and asking people kind of like do you really need it to be gluten-free or like is this just because you guys are doing the fat or whatever and so like I'm just wondering as a vegan do they ever kind of give you like attitude or like pushback when you ask for certain things um no I don't think I've ever had anyone react like that I um that's good yeah I'd be I don't know what I would do um (laughs) yeah I mean I think I've gotten something before like uh and I'm like that tastes too good like I'm like (laughs) like like I love vegan food and I like there's I could I love the taste of a lot of things, but sometimes I'm just like, that taste is just a little too rich or familiar, mm-hmm. like or, or that old taste. And so, um, yeah, I have to, I'm sometimes I'm like, I'll be like George or, or like if my mom's there or someone, I'll be like, can you taste this? Like, what, what is this? <laughs> yeah. what is this? Oh. Has George okay. found it hard? Like, I know you said, he like helped you kind of doctor up, you know, the vegan dishes, but I know he likes to cook meat too. So does he find it hard, like wanting to cook things, but then it's only him eating it kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. My husband is definitely an 110% corner- carnivore. Um, <laughs> so I wasn't sure how that would go, but um, he, like I said, yeah, he's been super supportive Um, so usually what happens is we'll cook a dinner dish that is either most, that is mostly vegan or all vegan. And, um, I'll obviously eat the vegan part and then he'll add his side of meat that he cooked or, um, yeah, or he'll, um, a lot of what's been happening at least lately (laughs) is that, um, we'll eat dinner together at like seven depending on how efficient our day is going (laughs) and um he'll possibly go back for what we call his second dinner at like (laughs) 9 p.m or so and eat something that is full of melted cheese and meat and all sorts of goodies (laughs) all the yummy things yeah do you guys feel like you get takeout less eating vegan 
because of whatever options are available or do you feel like it's more? That's a good question. I think, I think that it's pretty much about the same. Um, Like I said, if George's, craving a burger there's most places we'll also have an impossible burger on the side like as an option so we'll do that if he's having some kind of super meat craving um doordash now has like a vegan filter so i can go to that oh nice um yeah that's awesome yeah so i can go to that i mean it doesn't include everything because a lot of places you can like pizza it isn't included under that a lot of the time mm-hmm. but most places um actually have vegan pizza you just um have to read through their menu a little bit um yeah i mean for the most part whether or not i was vegan or not we we've been attempting to only do delivery like once a week at most Mm -hmm. just to save our wallets and our bellies yeah nice yeah i know katie and i have talked about the fact before i do not a thing and bud's (laughs) so basic when it comes to cooking like so basic in what he likes <laughs> so I would never see a green vegetable if I didn't prepare it myself <laughs> um but I don't know like there's just certain days where you're just like I don't want to even think about cooking nothing so that's mm-hmm. good to know that there's definitely still options out there that aren't just like oh you get a side salad yeah and there's definitely <laughs> like a lot of good frozen options at the store too um so we'll throw in a frozen like there's frozen vegan pizzas whether it's with fake cheese or not just with no cheese on it at all um so we definitely have those like fallback items too if we like don't feel like actually cooking a full meal where i have to stand over the stove and cook a veggie or turn the oven on and get the house all hot um we we could turn on the oven and roast a pizza or do something like that if we really wanted to so what is vegan cheese like? <laughs> Everyone's biggest question. Yeah, I mean, it probably depends on who you ask because <laughs> I am not a fan of most of it, actually. I, okay. I think I just had too much of a love for real cheese. I don't know, <laughs> but it just tastes funny to me. Like, I, I think it's like the running joke that my, dad's, my dad jokes that um, all, he calls all of our food fake food. <laughs> because it's, because it's not, it doesn't have meat or cheese in it um and so he i just i actually feel like the cheese tastes fake sometimes mm. um i just don't like that that texture or in that taste um we recently recently found like one brand called chow's that we actually really like for cheese um so that was great because i love a good veggie sandwich <laughs> um but I know that, like, my stepsister and Nikki, my sister, love most all of the cheese, vegan cheeses that are out there. Um, and then I also have this weird aversion to um, when they melt the fake cheese, the vegan cheese. I don't – I cannot eat it. So It doesn't I, melt very well. It, it doesn't. And it gets even more weird cardboardy tasting <laughs> to me. I don't know what mm. it is. So anytime we get pizzas, mine always never has cheese on it for the most part. <laughs> So, so then I have a question because I did so I attempted this whole vegan thing for a month in grad school nice after after a month I was like oh I feel great and then it was the holidays and all hell broke loose so that didn't last very long <laughs> but I remember when I was like trying to research some of it there was this big 
like divide and all these like vegan blogs that I was looking at that like some people are like it doesn't count if you're eating all the like substitute like vegan substitutes for things what is your take on that and like do you like some of the substitutes or you just kind of would rather do without them I am for them for the most part um like I love soy chorizo it like okay. I, I could put it on so many things you should definitely go buy it at Trader Joe's and have it all the time but oh, um nice. like the other like I've had fake like the fake meats sometimes and they just are chewy and weird um and I my family has laughed at me because I had said this in the past I'm not vegan to save the animals like that wasn't my, <laughs> my that wasn't my initial intent it was my yeah. health and so like I like I still do eat the soy treat like the I do eat some of the fake meats and whatnot um mm-hmm. and like you said the fake the fake cheese we have in our diet sometimes um and what else like I said sometimes I have the impossible burger but I try to avoid those as much as possible because of all the, um, there's a lot of chemicals in those actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So Katie, since you were vegan and stopped, did you notice any negative effects? Like clearly Kendra's still going strong. Like, did you notice <laughs> she's anything? The, she's the strong one of, <laughs> of the group. Um, I did it as a test run. Cause I, ha- so I I've always had like up and down cholesterol and I remember I was doing it mostly because I was getting ready to train for some race I don't remember what it was and there's I actually did like a project on this in grad school of uh like high fat diets versus uh like a lot of like endurance runners are vegan or vegetarian And so I was like, let's see how I feel like differently. And then, of course, I was like, maybe it'll help my cholesterol as well. And so I actually did a month of keto before I did the month of vegan. And after I was done, I mean, with both, I I felt a lot better after doing vegan. But actually, my cholesterol went like way down after doing keto. So it was very weird because also, too, like I didn't feel any different um, like with keto. I didn't lose any weight or anything. A lot of people, you know, tout how they lose a bunch of weight doing it. Um, But I felt like so much better when I did the month of vegan. Like I just my skin felt better. Like I had more energy. I wasn't as tired. Um, So I, you know. I should probably go back to that. But yeah, I definitely felt a difference after doing it. And it was it was noticeable, like after the first two weeks, I'd say, at least for me, it was just like, oh, this is nice. Wow. I don't like hurt as much. <laughs> Kendra, did you notice a change when you first started? Yeah, the energy is like immediate within, like she said, the first couple of weeks. Like, um, it's unbelievable just how quickly I felt good um and like I'd said I was doing a bunch of tests with the doctor ahead of time or before that and after like um I think it was a month I went back so I went back at maybe the beginning of April and all of my levels returned to like 
to normal. It was unbelievable. Like it had been years since I had had normal like blood pressure and uh, cholesterol, all those things. But like it was really bad um, at the beginning of 2019. But um, yeah, it was amazing to actually see all those numbers stabilize like that never had happened to me before. That's awesome. And has that continued as you've kept going or did you feel like that kind of plateaued a little bit? Um, no, it, it's continued. I think, um, I mean, I got all the numbers in the ranges I wanted, so I'm not really expecting those to shift again. Um, but I, my weight is continuing to shift down, which is good. Um, I think, I can't remember the total number I started at, but I met, I've lost like uh, 40 pounds since being vegan. Um, nice. So it definitely has that positive effect. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have a day where you're just like, oh, fuck it, I need some ice cream? Or like, <laughs> or like, I really just need a like Costco slice of pizza. Like, does, has that ever happened in the past year? Yeah, I think there's definitely been days where I'm just like, man, I wish I could just go drive through Jack in the Box and get, like, a massive burger and be done with it. Um, mm-hmm. But, like I said, there's so many things. I I was surprised. You just have to kind of look a little harder, but I was surprised at how many options mm-hmm. there are at stores with that are vegan. And sometimes it almost seems like it's, a, like, a mistake. Like, how did they forget to add eggs and milk <laughs> to this? Um, uh-huh. Because, like, I, some of the best cinnamon rolls I've ever gotten happen to be vegan from Trader Joe's. I have no clue how they oh. are. And, um, yeah, so we, I mean, Trader Joe's has become one of my top places I shop. Um, mm-hmm. Just because it, one is so much cheaper, but they just have a lot of good, like, products that we can choose from. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so on the days I'm feeling really crazy like that, I can... I definitely already have my own stash of like vegan ice cream and vegan cookies and um, those types of nice. snacks <laughs> if I need to get that craving in. Emergency stash. Always yeah. good to have. Very necessary. <laughs> have there been yes. any times where you've like consciously been like, you know what, whatever, I'm just going to have this? Um, only with honey. So <gasps> technically oh. honey counts as not being mm-hmm. vegan or yeah not being vegan because it comes from a bee um but if it's my only option and it happens to have honey in it that that's not the end all be all for me so I'll okay. I'll have that um so yeah that's about it nice. have you noticed um because I know at the beginning you said you know you also besides your lab values you know you had been diagnosed with PCOS have you noticed that since being vegan whatever symptoms you had along with that have lessened or has that affected it at all? Yeah. um, I mean, not to be TMI, but um, when I went off birth control in November of 2018, so before I was vegan, um, when I got my first period after being on birth control, pretty much my whole teenage into a young adult life, um, my body revolted. And so... I started my first period and it didn't stop until I became vegan in April or like it didn't stop right away until like March or April timeframe. Holy shit. 
<laughs> you had a period for that long? Yeah, it was, um, cool. I kind of joked about it with my doctors, calling it like an introverted period where I'd have my period for three to four weeks and then it would go away for a couple of days and it would come back. Um, so I was getting tested pretty regularly for anemia and um, trying to figure out what was going on. Um, oh yeah, God, you were a I couldn't imagine. <laughs> Please. Yeah, it was not a fun time. So um, those symptoms all like the, the bleeding at least like went away when I became vegan. Um, wow. And since um, doing that and um, losing weight, um, I, for the first time, like ever in my life without, you know, birth control and all that, I finally have a normal like 28 day cycle for the last three months. And it's like, wow, this is what some, some <laughs> girls have experienced. Like this is <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so the benefits far outweigh eating all the, all the different animal products. Hell yeah. yeah. I would give up cheese if that was the situation. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's kind of cheesy, but that saying of like, healthy feels better, or no junk food feels better than healthy feels. I don't remember what it is. But it like, yeah, just the fact that I don't have to deal with that all the time. And my body is starting to feel more like mine. um, Mm -hmm. I yeah, I it would be hard for me to go back. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Do you think you would like at any point like transition from like vegan to vegetarian or is the plan just to kind of stick vegan for the foreseeable future yeah I think I would stay vegan for as long as physically possible um I think if I were to ever switch it would be to be pescatarian to include fish um, mm-hmm. but I don't think I would introduce dairy back into my diet. Yeah. I just, like I said, I don't yeah. miss the lactose intolerant mm-hmm. consequences. Um, true, true. and yeah. I was never good about taking the, the lactate. Yeah. Pills, um, Dude, I used to carry those around in my purse for you and you still wouldn't take them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, with all this shelter in place stuff happening, have you noticed? what your normal selection of things at the grocery store is like is that being affected um yeah we are definitely being affected I don't know where all these vegans have come from all of a sudden (laughs) um or or if they're just stocking up on things that they think will last a long time but um my sister and I are finding it hard to find tofu um any like in some stores um in, definitely in Safeway, we, it's like almost always gone. So we, we find some at Trader Joe's, um, which is obviously where we, I just said we shop a lot. So that's good. But it's just funny, like, how much is gone? <laughs> like, when we go, like, one time we made the mistake of going at night. It was like 7 p.m. And the day, everyone had picked through everything throughout the day. And there wasn't mm-hmm. even a single veggie that we could get. So we, like, we had to circle wow. circle back to the freezer section and get a bunch of frozen veggies and stuff to eat, which was fine. But, like, you know, fresh is a little yummier sometimes. Mm. Yeah. So definitely weirdly impacted That's... by it. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Yeah. All those people. I would have thought it would have been, like, the other way around. Like, people have just been like, oh, it's, like, it's vegan. I, I'm not going to get that. I want you know because they're always like talking about how so many people are like stocking up on like meats and like you know kind of all the processed stuff 
that isn't necessarily vegan just because yeah it has the longer shelf life but yeah. I, yeah, I wonder if surprising. because more people are like home yeah. and cooking that they're like oh I've always wanted to try this why not now like <laughs> those people yeah maybe know. that just seems like such a weird thing like why all of a sudden yeah. and yeah and beans and grains are like a big part of our diet so that was also interesting at the beginning of quarantine because you know you couldn't find rice anywhere mm-hmm. um yeah and the canned foods were all cleared through but like every aisle so we're like okay <laughs> this is great it's a normal part of our diet <laughs> yeah. oh man no. <laughs> yeah so what is your that. favorite <laughs> staple go-to vegan meal um it changes so often um but I would have to say stir fry is like such a go-to for us um we buy this like kit uh, from the store that is this combination of different veggies and brown rice and it comes with like this miso sauce already packet like in it um Hmm. so I really like that and then we always uh cook up um some tofu to go with it so that's always a thing that Nikki and I could eat like all the time and George can't stand us because we're definitely (laughs) I think what also works for me and Nikki is that we are so comfortable eating the same thing over and over again like if we find something that works we're like why mess with it but George is like I cannot eat stir fry for another time like (laughs) I can't too much stir fry (laughs) um that happens a lot for us um okay yeah and then I also really my go-to thing that I make that we like is bulgur uh it's like one of the grains and we it's a chickpea bulgur so we mix uh chickpeas in it with lemon zest and lemon juice and it's really yummy it's one of our favorites it's really good so in terms of pasta, do you have to get all, like, the alternative pastas? Um, no. Surprisingly, a lot of bread and, like, pastas are already vegan. Um, okay. So we don't have to mix that up too much. I mean, I do like just, like, zoodle, like, like making my own anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Or not really making my own, but um, I have, like, frozen carrot noodles and zucchini noodles and um, – we, I really like uh, spaghetti squash, so I'll make my own spaghetti squash for us. Um, mm-hmm. And we use, like, a lentil marinara recipe, so that's one of our other go-tos. How do you make zoodles nice. not squishy? Because I tried making them for Bud, <laughs> and I don't know if I, like, put too much sauce in them, but he now hates them and refuses to eat them because they ended up like a giant <laughs> mush ball. I totally did it wrong. I mean... But also hates the Trader Joe's yeah. pesto, so I think that just yeah, no, that something. definitely says something about his character. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, bud. But um, yeah, I I just follow the directions on the box. I don't really know. I'm I think that's one of the things that probably frustrates like George the most is um, I follow recipes like to the T, <laughs> and like I met I like measure out every single like amount of liquid and all of that and he's just like dashing things in left and right and like (laughs) this extra spice would be good with this and like he just is all over and so I'm just um but yeah I just followed the directions nice 
Yeah, I think I did it with spaghetti squash. And I was like, yeah, this is supposed to be great. It's going to be just like pasta. It was not. Very much not the desired outcome. Yeah, this, well, the, yeah, the spaghetti squash, I mean, uh, when that, we cooked that, it's, we, like, cut the spaghetti squash in half, and then all I do is put oil, like, dress some oil over the cut halves, and then I place them face down and bake them for, I think it's, like, 40 minutes, and that's it, and then I take them out, and I fork, like, shred them, um, and it's done um so those are pretty easy general basis of what I did I think I just oversauced it made it too mm. too mushy I didn't think I didn't there was either. such a thing I was like this has <laughs> got to make it better he'll totally like it if I do that and yeah that's the mess <laughs> I'm sure it was delicious I thought it was good sauce made it just I wasn't like, like crispy like... and separated yeah, and look anything like pasta at that point <laughs> yeah Definitely. I feel like you have to hide the veggies. Oh, a hundred percent. Like he doesn't he can't know that they're in I cut there. up spinach really <laughs> finely and a lot of things and just kind of like, oh yeah, no, it's just like a little green leaf. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just eat it. It tastes great. <laughs> Doing Say that one more time. And play how we're coping but how has it been for you um shelter in place has been okay um we my work started sheltering in place on friday march 13th um so it's been like 55 days now or so um it's going okay. I mean, my sister is also working from home, so we work at the kitchen table together. She's my new coworker, and um, we have finally, I think, gotten kind of into a rhythm of when we have calls, and so when we have to be quiet, and when um, that it's always better to take a video call with the wall behind you, so that you don't have someone in their pajamas <laughs> walking behind you during a professional phone call or video. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's going okay. Um, we're just trying to figure it all out, you know, same as, as everyone. Uh, George hasn't been working a lot because the, he works at a senior center and they shut down. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard, I think, <laughs> Nikki and I are trying to work and be productive and he's taking naps and watching TV. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's been great for all of us for the most part. I mean, we're just happy to be healthy and we have the space, I think, and are fortunate. So uh, we're not totally on top of each other all the time. That's good. A lot of house projects That's getting good. done. So many. Like, our garage looks the best that it has since we moved in, <laughs> essentially. Like, when it was empty when we moved in. Um, so that's been great. Uh, George got all the TVs mounted. I didn't know that was on our list of things to do, but <laughs> it looks great now that it's done um yeah like some gardening just a few things but yeah not a whole lot that's good I think more would happen if we went to Home Depot but I think we're trying to avoid we're not really essential we don't need to go there to do things so yeah we're just kind of giving the community time that's good I definitely had the fleeting thought of like 
wow, I really should have started in before all of this stuff happened. Like I have any <laughs> sort of green thumb. You guys know that I have replaced my herb garden six times in the five years that Bud and I have <laughs> lived together because I have no green thumb at all. Things just wither away and die, even if I water them. So yep. I don't know why that was like, Me a, too. dang it, I really should have started planting lettuce and artichokes sustainable items (laughs) well if you guys are looking for like because i know home depot and Lowe's won't like deliver like fruit and vegetables plants and stuff but wegmans on woodside road will well that's cool so if you still want to start a garden (laughs) which one is Wegmans? is that the one next to the petco parking lot between petco and 7-eleven oh that's like Uh two blocks from our house yeah very smart yeah so i know they're doing deliveries of like potting plants and the plants themselves and soil and stuff like that hey. so it's still an option you can start Woo-hoo! growing things to be vegan yeah i don't <laughs> come on over to the dark side power i love <laughs> just because it's just so good i think i could live without meat i don't think i could live without cheese Yeah, I, that, I feel like that's, that's a bold statement. Yeah. So question, what is pizza that is <laughs> vegan? Is it basically just like a focaccia flatbread at that point? Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's the crust. I mean, I have to ask the restaurants usually ahead of time what they put in their crust, but um, it's crust and then um, the sauce. So essentially, I guess it's like a flatbread, but it's still round and cut <laughs> like a pizza. The mental trickery is there. Yeah. Okay. It gives your brain that like, I'm eating this food. Trickery. That's good. Yeah. I have to try it sometime. I need, I need the triangle. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Katie, do you have any other questions for Kendra while we have her? Um, I think just in terms of for anyone either considering going vegan or even just someone that like maybe their significant others about to you know go vegan they're not like do you have any tips or suggestions for them making that transition um yeah I think it's just about so if, if you're a solo person I think just meal planning helps so much um because then you go grocery shopping and you have a plan of like what to buy and um, unfortunately veggies seem to go bad so much quicker and so you need to really plan ahead of um, for what you're going to eat for the week um, and um, with a partner I would say the same thing but just the teamwork of it so um, like I said our what we do is try to incorporate George's needs as much as possible um, it's gotten harder. I will admit that I used to smell his meals and be like, Oh my God, that sounds so good or smells so good. Um, but lately I've like gagged, like there's certain things he can cook that Mm -hmm. I'm just like, all of a sudden I'm like, I don't even know how you're eating that and how I ever ate it. Um, but just so being patient, I think, and, um, just, yeah, just being patient and trying to, um, 
I think snacks too are very important actually Um, because if you're hungry, you don't always want to sit there and have to cook a veggie or something. Um, So making sure that you have something on hand, carrots or cucumbers cut up, something that you can just grab and snack on will help. That makes sense. That makes sense. That's all good advice. (laughs) All right, Heather, do you have, did you want to do the No, you do it because I can't remember off the top of my head and anytime I try and pull up any sort of internet, I swear to God, you guys, (laughs) if I look up anything on my computer right now, my Wi-Fi is like cutting the phone out. I think that's why I'm losing you off and on in patches. (laughs) So I'm going to leave that up to you. All right, I'm on it. (laughs) So we asked each one of our guests some fun little questions kind of on the fly. So what would you name a boat if you had one? So I will be completely honest. <laughs> um, I listened to your podcast. So Oh, perfect. I knew I knew this. You knew these. <laughs> um, but they're still really hard. Like I still don't have answers for all of them. Poor Luke was the <laughs> guinea pig. He was the first um, one. He tried researching and he couldn't. <laughs> I know. He was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I um my sister said my, some of my answers are really stupid, so I apologize in advance. Never. But um, oh, no such thing. What would I name my boat? Um, I, to be again completely honest, I don't think I would ever own a boat. <laughs> I am way too afraid <laughs> to spend money and am frugal, so that <laughs> that thought terrifies me. Um, but it's actually a thing that George talks about almost weekly, at least the fact that we're going to own jo- jet skis and a boat someday. Um, so I'm sure he would go with something super pun, punny of some sort. He said he will never, ever <laughs> name the boat after me. So that's where, okay. that's where well, we that's are. Well, that's good. You at least know you won't have a boat that's, with your yeah. So that's Hey, yeah. I have to say from personal experience, <laughs> jet skis are fun for like five minutes, but you can't like, there's two people max on them. It's not, I don't know. It's not as exhilarating as it might seem. If it's too windy also, it's like... Well, also... Yeah, and I'm also just afraid of things that go fast. I'm such a wimp. I'd much rather be... Hey, maybe a pontoon... A pontoon boat would be a good compromise. Because you're just, like, chilling. Yes. Yeah. With (laughs) a slide. And a barbecue. They come with barbecue from toilets when they're fancy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, there you go. (laughs) Gotta get the fancy one then. Okay, so what is the most useless talent that you have? I couldn't think of a good <laughs> one. Um, so the few that we like discussed were um, that I can name a lot of like '90s and early 2000 song art like artists. So if you like play a song, I could tell you like that's three or three doors down or that like I could tell you like oh my god that is such a useful talent <laughs> I can I never know who sings anything I hear it I'm like oh my god I love this song but I have no idea who this yeah. is that's the best talent yeah and then I think this is useful but my roommates not so much they think that um I read too fast oh that's so useful <laughs> so oh useful. no that's super useful yeah so um Oh, no. Um, and yeah, I think those are the only ones that we really thought of. Those are good. I like, I like totally. those. I think those are very useful talents. Um, what is the best and the worst purchase you have ever made? So the best, I think, would be um, my car. 
So I had, um, if you both remember, my mom's, the first car my mom ever bought was like a 2000 Nissan Sentra. Um, It's Uh the same car Uh all of me and my siblings learned to drive in and it was so beat up. It made it through college with me. It was great. Um, (laughs) But right before we uh, got married, it died (laughs) and um, was actually living in front of Heather's (laughs) house for a little bit and because it couldn't move to my new house with me and um so the best purchase would be my new car I love it it's a Honda Pilot and it's total pre-mom car got all the bells and bells to death so cool um hey that's okay yeah it's like a wonderful (laughs) thing um the worst purchase ever made was definitely this last Christmas my sister and I went in on a sound bar for George and it's the like loudest thing ever I don't know in my mind I thought we I thought we'd only use it for like you know special occasions watch a a cool action movie but he he uses it 24 7 just to watch tv and it's like oh my god (laughs) oh no so bad (laughs) oh he loves it. I mean, he probably thinks, yeah, I was going to say, he probably thinks oh it's my a God, great he gift. Thinks it's the best gift ever, yeah. But uh, Nikki and I were like, what were we thinking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. And then last one, what is a compliment you hate because it's actually an insult? So this one was actually really easy for me to come up with because I feel like this <laughs> happens to me like all the time. But um, when you go to work and someone's like, oh, you look nice today. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. Oh, my God. That's, that's so hard. obvious. <laughs> Did it not look like this yesterday? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, uh thanks, I think. <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, dang it, you can tell when I actually blow dry my hair. <laughs> I put in more than, like, 10 minutes yeah, effort exactly. today. Oh, man. That is very good. good. That's a good one. <laughs> All, I like that you yeah. came ahead for this. I wouldn't have expected anything less. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to us about your fun ventures in veganism i'm excited yes. for all your results and the fact that you're <laughs> still going strong that sounds like an awesome lifestyle change yeah it's been surprisingly great and um my family is ecstatic <laughs> that they just keep converting people one by one um there you so go. It's been, it, You're on a mission. It's been great. Good. Good, good. Well, yes, again, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Yeah, thanks for thinking of me of and course. having me on here. Yeah, of course, of course. And we hope that you and Nikki and George are all staying safe and healthy. Yeah. Not going too stir crazy in the house. <laughs> yeah, no, AFAB, we're doing good. Good, good. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode. And until next time, stay safe, wash your hands, stay six feet apart. Bye. And we'll talk to you later. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of I'm Already Tired. Don't forget to take care of yourself mentally, physically, and emotionally. And check back in with us next week on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at I'm Already Tired Podcast and on Twitter at underscore I'm Already Tired.